This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. Now, this is a little bit of a different time. It's Saturday, Christmas Eve squared. Um, but I've been under the weather all week. So I, I just want to be upright and just upfront and let you guys know I'm struggling through some things. And so if I cut to a clip, a press clip quick without giving proper context, just know I'm saving your ears of sneezing or coughing or whatever. Uh, but this is no time to skip an episode. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's be honest. Being sick is one thing. This 2023 49ers season, it's a sight to behold. This is by far one of the greatest football seasons put together by any program, let alone the 49ers. It's up there. I was listening to, I think, um, around the NFL, probably one of my favorite like generic NFL podcasts, not that they need me to promote their stuff. They're one of the biggest podcasts on any platform, but... They were even talking in this week's episode how this reminds them of like you got to go back to like the you know 89 49ers and you know that like some of the greatest teams of all time. This team's up there, and you, you know, this whole episode is going to be about detailing the 49ers versus Ravens matchup and predictions, keys to the game, scouting, best matchup, whatever, all those things. But I, I just, I really feel like, okay, I go back to this all the time. What's my job here? <laughs> like, what is John Chapman doing? Everything that I want to do is increase fan experience and build a community. And I just feel like I'm missing a huge opportunity every single time I, I forget to say that this year is different and is special. It's weird where we are. And in fandom, it's very easy. To constantly be like, ah, oh, injuries, ah, oh, this sucks, man, missed tackles. And, and those are legitimate things to talk about, and we will cover those. But far more important than all of those things is you have been through nightmares. <laughs> uh, faithful, we call you the faithful, right? We've been through some things. We've been through some Chip Kellys, right? We've been through Tom Sula's. We, we've been through JTL Sullivan's. We've been through really, really bad times. As a fan, if you can't enjoy right now, whew, whew, you got to relax a little bit. Enjoy the good times, and that's what this is. And uh, appreciate everybody in the chat. Steven, thank you. Hashtag CC. Mike and Kim, appreciate you guys. Uh, Steven, grand day. Love it. What's up, RTP? Uh, the best people in the world. Now, if you guys got your questions, please get those in the chat. Love all the hashtag CCs and the support that you guys always bring. I want to get to as many questions as you can. I want to try to star those as we go through this. But as I said, I am a little bit under the weather, so I'm not quite sure. I, I finished my second half defensive breakdown from last week. It was four takes. I had to, I, I would do like one drive stop, one drive stop because I was just coughing and sneezing so much. So I'm hyped up on cough syrup, ready to go, baby. But I want to get to as many questions as you can. But I've got 16 pages of notes that I want to get to. 
And I'm super excited about way too much to talk about this week. But get your questions in. I'll try to get to them as much as I can. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Tommy, how we doing? Appreciate all you guys. Y'all are the freaking best, man. Uh, nowhere else I'd rather be. That's all I got to say. Uh, nowhere else I'd rather be. You guys are the best. Oh, greetings from Denmark. What's up, Kim? You're the best, man. Uh, that's right, Steven. You're at a live pod, buddy. Appreciate you, man. V Money. Oh, what's up, man? We got everybody here. Victor is a man. Uh, Jack, the bow tie. Appreciate it, big dog. He says, appreciate the super chat. First off, Merry Christmas to you and yours, John. Anyone who has family, be sure to tell them you love them this week. And, you know, I say this every single year with any of the holiday shows. Holidays are amazing times, but they're not for everybody. And no matter who you have in your life, no matter what's going on, take time to reach out to those, even the ones that maybe you got some issues going on with. This is a better time than any because holidays are not always happy times for everybody. And so please think about those that perhaps have lost loved ones or have been on the wrong side of some feuds or grudges. This is the best time ever just to reach out. And if you don't want to call, simple text, anything that you can do. I, 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 wish, I hope I listen to my own advice and I'm bad about these things. Holidays are not my favorite. They're really, really not. Uh, the way I was raised and family stuff, just I'm not a big holiday guy. My wife, good Lord, um, she's from Whoville, I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> and so she goes all out, but that's okay. So anyway, I love you guys. Merry Christmas or whatever it is that your family observes. Um, nothing but love and community sending out to you guys. You are the best. And speaking of the best, look at Josh. Thanks for the super chat. He says, beer on me, John. Merry Christmas. Yeah, we're going to the game family this week wife said no offense we're just going to the the game as family which i'm really excited my oldest son's flying in tomorrow can't wait and so there we go josh i will take part in a beverage um because of you so thank you so much all right here Sharon says lots of chicken noodle soup oh, i've been drinking soup and gatorade and liquid ivs and pedialyte cough drops you name it dayquil nyquil all the quills got them all going appreciate y'all you are the absolute best all right here we go now, I want to start off, there's so many simple narratives to this game. If you want to talk like game of the year, right? Which I think that it is. However, this is not the first game of the year for the 49ers. It might be the fourth. Definitely the third. You had the 49ers versus Cowboys, that was huge. You had the 49ers versus Eagles, that was huge. Me personally, the 49ers versus Seahawks on... Thanksgiving night, that was the most important one to me, the division game and all that stuff. Now you got this game. Now we're further into the season, so there's a lot more to look at for sure on all those things. But, you know, to have not one, not two, but three game of the years, well, the 49ers have done really, really well in all those. And I want to tee it up with uh, Brock Purdy talking about playing in so many big games this year. Yeah, we played some playoff games and stuff last year. That was, you know, good for all of us and our experiences and stuff um, in terms of, you know, some home games that are, you know, um, some big games. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, we've played in some pretty big games already this year. And um, it's the NFL. I feel like guys are, or people around the country are always tuned in. Um, at the same time, it is Monday nights on Christmas. So those are all little things that, you know, get added to the table. But I think more than anything, we're excited for it, you know, so. There we go. That's huge. And, you know, it, you talk about just like Brock is so young. His birthday's this week. He's finally turning 24. He's such a ripe old age of 24. But it just seems like he's been through so much. This is not new territory for him, despite only playing in what, 20 games tops? He's been through some stuff, is what I'm saying. So. Is the moment too big? I think we're way past that. It's a home game. It's all the, like, we're fine. You know, the 49ers, they're six-point favorites. The spread's up to six points at certain bookie sites, whatever else, whatever you want to go with. Go with my bookie. Help the show first off, promo code 49ers. Um, and that's crazy because we're essentially miss, missing not two but three defensive tackles. Going against the best running team in the NFL, we're going we're gonna to break down a lot of those, but... Everybody really likes the 49ers. Uh, and everybody does like the Ravens as well. They're very, very good. And we're going to talk about their schedule. So let, let, let's dive into that. I think that has set up this next part of the conversation that I want to dive into. Both teams are 11-3. and three. Ravens are a damn good team. Uh, they're, they're putting up 27 points a game, allowing 16. So they're winning by about 11 points a game on average. 
against common opponents, teams that the 49ers have played and the Ravens have played. The Ravens are 7-2. Guess what? Same thing, 49ers, 7-2 and two against those same teams. Point differential in those nine games where both teams have played. The Ravens are plus 86, 49ers plus 110. So a little bit better, but still same record. Now, the second best win streak in the NFL belongs to the Ravens. They've won four consecutive games. Look, they beat the Bengals, they beat the Chargers, they beat the Rams, they beat the Jags. Quality wins. I'm not going to say there's blue chip teams there. The Bengals, right, don't have Burrow. Chargers, everybody, Chargers are bad. They beat the Rams in overtime, and then they won at Jacksonville. We did the same thing. So, And, you know, one of the things that whenever you look at the Ravens' schedule, there is not that clear, distinct, marquee, staple win. Probably the closest thing that they have is the blowout win against the Lions, but let's just be honest. Are the Lions a blue-chip team? They're a playoff team, and they're a good team. But they're the Lions. You know what I mean? Like, they're not... I have a very difficult time considering the Lions to be a Super Bowl contender. The record would indicate such. I would love to play the Lions in the playoffs if I was the 49ers. Any team, I would love to play them. I, I just don't see what they bring to the table that is so special. They're a good team. Not trying to say they're not. But let's just be real. They're they're not a blue. Now, you look at the 49ers, that's where it gets different. We're scoring more points than they are. 30 and a half points a game. We're giving up 16.7 points. They're giving up 16.1 points, right? So that's close. Now, the Niners have the best, number one, in the entire NFL. Five consecutive wins. Now. We're going to hear a lot of press clips during this one, thanks to Juan. But real quick, if you have not done this yet, this is the best way to help the 49ers Rush Pro, uh, podcast grow right here. I am so excited to announce our new platform launch, the49ersrush.com. We've been active on Patreon for years, and we're still going to keep that community going. But the49ersrush.com has everything Patreon offers and a bunch more. You want to watch player breakdowns? Guess what? You click that. It's filtered based on players. You want to see Javon Hargrave, what he brings, some CMC tape broken down, IU, Jair Brown. We've got hundreds and hundreds of tapes. on. Now, you want football 101. You want to learn scheme. Guess what? We've got every single offensive, defensive, special team snap. Head over to the 49ersrush.com, sign up, join the community, and plus we got a seven-day free trial. So. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, I barely got that one off. I saved you guys. I hope you know that. The timing was, it was perfect. Now, the 49ers 
have six consecutive games in a row by over 12-point wins. It sounds impressive, but it's even more impressive than that. Ben Baldwin put this out. It's only happened two times since 1999. Twice. This is the third time. The 99 Rams, you remember like the greatest show on turf, whatever else, they had seven consecutive wins by 12 or more points. The 07 Patriots that went 17-0 and then lost in the Super Bowl, they did it eight straight times. The 49ers have now done it six consecutive times since the bye week. Jacksonville. Tampa, Seahawks, Eagles, Seattle again, then Arizona. So you're in some very, very elite territory with where the 49ers are. Six consecutive wins, all by over 12 points. They're blowing everybody out. And so if you think this is going to continue, then yeah, you go bet the spread. Yeah, 49ers are six-point favorites. They win by 12 every time. If you think that's going to be extended, that's some free money out there. I'm not so sure. Not so sure. Um, now PFF rankings just on units as a whole. And I think this probably encapsulates how good these two, these teams are ranked out of 32 teams, Ravens overall third offense, fifth, defense, third special team, 17 really bad special teams unit for a hardball led team. Usually he's number one 49ers first offense overall first offense, first defense and 27th special team. So you kind of see how they're, these are top-tier teams. Complimentary football, well-coached, great rosters through and through. They're just good teams. Um, Raymond, thank you for the super chat. He says, oh, man, appreciate you, man. This, this is uh, – appreciate your vulnerability and sharing your story with us. Lost mom in January. Favorite player was Demo. So glad he's playing well and team looks ready. Merry Christmas to you all. Dude, and I, I know that times get hard during these times, man. I just want to say – uh, we are with you and your family. And, man, you know, talking about Demo, just finished the defensive tape against Arizona. I could not be more proud of that kid. He, he, like, I don't think people understand how hard it is to kick outside, inside, outside, inside, over. It's completely different rules. The numbering system, the transitions and zone, all those different things. And it took Demo some time. But that dude is just freaking balling out. And I am so freaking proud of that dude. And so thank you, Raymond, again, just for sharing with us. And just know we're with you, man. Uh, you don't go through this stuff alone. We all go through it with you. Now, the coaching staff for the Ravens, Harbaugh's been there freaking forever. Um, he took over in 2008. He's a damn good coach and kind of has worked his way up. Obviously, won the Super Bowl against us. But you look at his career, 158-98. And remember, Harbaugh was on the hot seat. They drafted... Lamar Jackson, they traded up into the last part of the third round, drafted Lamar Jackson. He was about to be fired at the end of the Flacco era. He swapped, got a lot of grief for it because Flacco won the Super Bowl and then whatever else. He swapped and Lamar Jackson saved his career. That dude was going to get fired, but Lamar Jackson went on fire. Now he's safe. They bring up Todd Monken, the offensive coordinator, which, you know, he's been the college coach for everywhere. He was with, you know, LSU, Oklahoma State, you know, bounced from Southern Miss. And so they brought him up to try to facilitate Lamar Jackson. He's done very well. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, and then their defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, he, he's he's a Georgia guy too. And he's worked for a hardball. He's bounced back and forth. He was with the Ravens all the way back in 2014. Then he went to work as Michigan's DC in 2021. Then the Ravens brought it. Like he's worked for Harbaugh Brothers for over a decade, it seems like. And so they keep everything in tight. There's, there's no doubt about with what they got. Now, the last time the Niners played these guys, close game. Uh, Ravens won 20 to 17. Um, this was back in the 2019. We were eight and we were just, I think we lost one or two games, but it was early December and it was a close game. Jimmy, you know, one touchdown, no interceptions, threw for 165 yards, not great. Mostert was incredible, 146 yards and a touchdown. And it was just the Lamar, it was the Lamar freaking Jackson show. It's what it was. And one of the questions that I really liked was, you know, what has Lamar Jackson changed since last time? They asked this of Kyle, like, how has Lamar changed from last time in 2019 to where you're at now? I mean, it was a while since we played against him, but 
seen them over the years. I mean, it's still the same run scheme. Looks very similar. Um, I think they just mix in a few more more passes, more drop back plays and things. And I think he's always been good at that stuff. So he really is good at whatever they decide to do. Um, it's he's a problem, whatever. So. And the film says that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've gone through and watched the last three games, offense, defense, and the Rams, and prepping for this show. Every time I'm just like, Lamar Jackson's amazing. Lamar Jackson's amazing. Lamar Jackson's amazing. He's got talent around him. He's got a very good offensive line. He's got a like, but it's just Lamar. Like, it is just Lamar. It's what it is right here. Call appreciate the super chat. He says, Kyle's recipe when down and forth concerns me in this one. I think you read my notes. You read my notes, my friend, and probably my favorite film clip that I have all time um, is from none other than George Kittle right here. And us being a one dimensional football team isn't very good. Can't do it. And so whenever Kyle gets nervous or scared, he just throw, 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 throw. You cannot do that. And eventually Kyle's going to learn that. Now we've been blowing everybody out, so it hasn't really been a concern. But yeah, Colin, that scares me too. And let me, I'm going to back up real quick because I want to talk about this. This game is huge. This game will not determine the Super Bowl winner. Like I hope everybody understands that. From... A power rankings perspective, this game's everything. From a primetime perspective, eyeballs, from how everybody sees these two teams, this game's everything. However, however, this game's not going to determine the Super Bowl. It's not. The loser of this game is still going to be in the perfect position to win the Super Bowl. And I do think that likely Super Bowl rematch between these two teams is likely. So what I want to say is this. I want to win every game. That's what the Niners want to do too. But I also want to see what this team's going to do under pressure, what a kicker's going to do under pressure, what Kyle's going to do under pressure. I want those things to take place before we get to the big dance because the 49ers could lose this and everything would still be perfect. You know what I mean? Like, they're fine. So, yeah, I do want to see. Um, I do. I really do want to see what's going to happen um, because – Every single time, I mean, we'll, we'll be up at the fourth, but if we're only up by one possession, <laughs> I love Kyle Shanahan. I, whenever I started this year, I was like, Kyle Shanahan's like top three coach for me. Kyle Shanahan's number one now. I would choose Kyle Shanahan over any coach in the NFL. I'd take him over Andy Reid. I'd take him over Belichick. I'd take him over anybody. Mike McDaniel's number two for me, though. Uh, you know, Tomlin's always been number one, but I don't like the way he's handling a lot of situations. He's still top five, but still. Like, he's built that system, and it's a mess on offense, whatever else. Kyle Shanahan's my favorite coach in the NFL. Doesn't mean he's perfect. Does not mean he is perfect. So, uh, take that for a well, Rob, what's up, man? Uh, appreciate you, brother. Rob Johnson, good man. Thanks for the super chat. He says, just a shout-out uh, to you and the Rush crew. Hope all of you have a great holiday. It's stay safe, faithful. Go Niners, big game Monday. Uh, yeah, what a gift. We all get that extra present. That's what's up, man. So, Rob, thank you for your generosity. I appreciate you and your family are the best. Say what's up to Kenzie and the wife and everybody, man. You guys are absolutely incredible. If you've ever met the, the Johnson family, they're just so freaking fun at these uh, these parties. Um, Ed, he says, John, do you believe that Lamar's best play is when he ducks behind his own line and throws that sidearm pass? My thing on Lamar Jackson, I put this in my notes somewhere, and let's just we'll, we'll jump over there now. I was going to do defense first. Let's 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 change it. He, I counted in this last game against the Jaguars, just in the first quarter. I said this on the Wayne Show. He had four passes where he held the ball for over five seconds, completed all of them, just in the first quarter. He is one of the most poised, patient quarterbacks that can buy time. And, like, people that don't watch football, they'll be like, oh, well, Lamar just wants to run. You haven't watched Lamar this year. Are there some plays where they run? Yeah, they're designed runs. Those are there. And, yeah, he's going to do that. But when Lamar is, like, in the pocket, that dude is a damn magician where he does. He dips down, bounces over, all that stuff, but keeps his eyes down the field. That's what terrifies me. That, that stuff scares the hell out of me. I do not want anything about that. 
And so, like, you you talk about – here, we'll go to Wilkes now, and then we'll go through their offensive ranks. How the hell do you contain Lamar Jackson? I, I think just his ability uh, to make guys miss in space. Uh, he's very elusive. Um, and – um, I think just his ability uh, to make guys miss in space. Uh, he's very elusive. Um, and I, to be honest, I think, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's playing so much better from a standpoint of uh, the passing game as well, which I think creates other elements of his ability to be able to scramble when things aren't there. Uh, so he's really playing good football, um, not turning the ball over, uh, which is a key for them. And, uh, again, we got to do a much better job than we did last week from a standpoint of tracking um, the ball carrier and, most importantly, you know, tackling. That's – I mean, they're just – he's so damn good. So let's go through their offensive ranks. This is out of 32 teams, right? Fourth in points, fifth in yards, eighth in turnovers, so they do protect the ball. The one area they don't – he'll carry that ball like a loaf of bread. He has 11 fumbles. So he doesn't throw interceptions very often – he fumbles the ball a lot. Um, second in interceptions thrown, we're first. He's right there. Eighth in first downs, 20th pass yards. They're running team. Sixth in pass yards per attempt. So you're talking about two MVP candidates, Brock and Lamar, that are very low in pass attempts, but very high on yards per pass play. It's efficiency. First in rush attempts for the Ravens. First in rush yards. Second in rushing touchdowns. They have 23. Second in rush yards per attempt. They're getting five yards a pop. Eighth and third downs, 24th and fourth downs and 10th in the red zone. So it's not a perfect offense, but it's a damn good one. And it's one that helps their defense because they're getting first downs. They're running the ball. Their time of possessions up there. Defense is getting a rest. All those things are coming across. And it's complimentary football. And it's 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 all Lamar, man. He might be the biggest difference maker in the NFL, if I'm being honest. And, you know, you look at the pieces around him, and if somebody's making the argument, well, Brock has all these guys around him. They're not wrong. And whenever you look at the guys around Lamar, it does not match what, what is around Brock Purdy. No. There's no CMC. There is no Debo. There is no Kittle. He had one. Mark Andrews, he tore his ACL. And Lamar's just still going. Now, I'm not making the case for why Lamar should be MVP, but he has a legitimate claim. I think Brock should be it. I do, but it's easy to bash other quarterbacks, and I do that from time to time. Like Derek Carr, that dude's a joke. I mean, he's terrible. Like, there's lots of bad quarterbacks in the NFL that's just like, all right, this is not a good starter. Lamar is unbelievable. And the fact that so many teams just passed on this guy when you could have had him for two first-round picks, it's just stupid. Now, the 49ers should not have been one of the teams to pursue him because of how they built their team. But there are so many teams that if they would have had him, if the Falcons would have went and got him, they'd be you know fighting for that number one seed. If the char- uh, Not Chargers, but like I'm just saying, there's so many teams out there that if they would have got this guy, great things would have happened. Raymond, thanks for the Super Chat again, man. He says... I think Kyle's shown a lot of growth and checking his ego at the door. We, we have players at every position. We need the O-line to keep strong, and defense has to frustrate Lamar. Yeah, well said. And Kyle has continued to evolve. Is he still kind of that cocky guy? Yeah, and that's not going to change. But he has started to take responsibility, and I do like that. I, I really, really do. Um and so right here, Greg, uh, no way Lamar is better than Purdy. I'm not saying that he is or he isn't. I'm saying that there are arguably conversations that could be made that are logical to make that argument. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, they're completely two different things. The offense revolves around Lamar 1,000%. 1,000%. And, like, he makes everything go. I'm not saying Purdy doesn't do that, but CMC's kind of the guy. CMC is the guy that everything kind of revolves around. And so I'm not trying to say this or that or whatever else. It's going to be determined on the field. MVP will be decided this week. That's all there is to it. I mean, mean, we're we're going to figure it out. (laughs) 
we're going to figure it out this week. And so, like, if you're a betting person, <coughs> excuse me, I didn't get to cut that one. Um, if you're a betting person and you want to bet the MVP, this is the last chance you have to do so. This is it. You want to bet the MVP race, you got to go do it now because it's going to be determined after this game Monday night. It's 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 a three person race. You got CMC, you got Brock Purdy, you got Lamar. That's it. Now, if you are going to bet, come on now. Here's how you do it. You know sports, and you pick winners all the time. So why not get paid for them at my bookie? My bookie has the biggest online selection of odds contests for all your sporting and betting needs anytime, anywhere. You bet on NFL, NCA, or this is pretty fun. I love this. You can bet for the fences. Um, buy on the all new money bag. So what happens is you go, it's a one of a kind type of opportunity. You just place your bet, spin the wheel and you get ready to score epic odds on teams, athletes, events, all those things. It just increases those. So it's like a bonus spin to give you even better payouts and better odds, better chances to win. All you got to do is sign up for free today. Use promo code 49ERS or scan the QR code next to me, and you can claim a deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus. It's not just a sports book. It's a community. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And so, again, you want to go bet. Right now is the last chance to do that because after Monday – the winner's going to be determined. That's just the way that it's going to go. So if you want a good payout and you want to bet, I think it's just going to be a quarterback. So I think it's down to Lamar and Brock. But if you want to bet CMC, you can. But they're going to give it to – unless CMC goes out there and has like a four-touchdown game or whatever. Uh, Debster, thank you for the super chat and support. She says, I hope we can contain Jackson. Defense needs to make more tackles. Yeah. Kyler's tough. Lamar's tougher. Um, 100%. It just – He's pretty damn good. It's what it is. Right here, Big Papa. Six Super Bowl is much more important than this game. Keep your eye on the prize. And, yeah, you win this game. It helps you get the one seed. That's huge for the bye week. You look at things. Just don't look ahead, right? Everything that you're doing is just pay attention to what is what is coming. And, and you, you saw it like how important the bye week is. Listen to Brock talk about how important the last bye week was. Remember, six consecutive wins all over 12 points. Listen to Brock talk about how important the last bye week was. Now think about, as, as he's talking, how important this one week bye in the wild card round would be. I mean, you know, sort of just a, a mental reset, you know. It was a grind for me, you know, getting surgery and then rehabbing my butt off and, and trying to get back for game one. Um, and then you get back for game one, and then it's just a grind for nine weeks straight, you know, of all ball. At the same time, you know, trying to get my arm strengthened within all of that, um, handling the highs and the lows. And so to have that bye week, you know, in the middle of the season, being able to sort of reset was, I think, huge for all of us, but especially for myself. Um, and then come back sort of reminded of, all right, you got to be hungry. You got to play. This is the NFL. Anything can happen any week, and you have to give your all um, every day. And so sort of being able to reset to that kind of mindset was huge for me. And so the three game loss by week, six straight wins. And that's what happened. So if you can get some more rest, some of those players that are banged up, get just a little bit more recovery time for that divisional round. It's huge. Um, it, it's huge. Thank you, Ed. He says, before you go, Merry Christmas. Yeah, we, we still got some more. I, I'm coughing over here and struggling, but man, we got, we got too much to talk about. I, I love it. I love it. And I, I think that this is key too. Jeremy says, you know, I'm not as scared of mobile quarterbacks as I used to be. This was the Achilles heel of Robert Sala and D'Amico Ryans. Haven't been that way under Wilkes. It's, it's a small window, but, you know, you played Dobbs. Let's look at this, just the schedule real quick. Dobbs, I think, had the best game for all, quote-unquote, mobile quarterbacks against us. We, we've done really well. Geno doesn't really fit, but Jalen Hurts, not great. Um, Kyler Murray did well, but not great. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's <coughs> I think we figured some stuff out. I, I really, really do. And so now it's the ultimate test. The number one mobile quarterback in the NFL. Number one. 
So we're going to kind of see what happens. Now, it's not just as much as we talk about Lamar. There's a lot of other things, too. Offensive line's great. Tyler Linderbaum might be the, one of the better centers in the NFL. Um, Zay Flowers, very, very fun. Rookie, Morgan Moses, Ronnie Stanley, finesse left tackle, but really good in pass pro. They're good. The wide receivers, I think, are probably their biggest weakness, but they all show flashes. Uh, Odell is a damn good player. Is he what everybody thought he was after that catch against Dallas? No. But he's still dangerous. And here's Kyle, just a quick clip, just on the young wide receivers. Um, I mean, you always got respect for Odell and what he's done, and um, but the young guy's real good too. So, I mean, they, they got a number of guys. He, you know, they're not going to force it to anyone. Um, Lamar makes the right decisions. They got guys who are real good in man-to-man. They're really good after the catch. So I'd say they just have a solid group overall. Yeah, and so, you know, if you look at their tendencies, they're a 21-11-20 personnel team. I didn't chart 112 personnel. Now, the way those numbers work, the first number is how many running backs. Um, so, like, 12 personnel is one running back, two tight ends. 21 is two running backs, which is usually a running back and a fullback. They play with a fullback a lot and one tight end. Because Mark Andrews got hurt, they don't do a lot of two tight end sets. Instead, they play with their fullback considerably, which means we'll be in a traditional 4-3 a lot of times where we have DFF out there instead of Ambry Thomas. That's not a good thing. That's a bad thing in my person, my own personal whatever. But they love to throw the ball to the running backs and tight ends. Their wide receivers are not their focus of their offense. It's not. It's Lamar one, Lamar two, Lamar three, then tight ends, running backs, check it down. Now, Keaton uh, Mitchell, who's an awesome rookie guy out of Eastern Carolina, just tore his ACL. Their number one tight end. Mark Andrews, touchdown machine, he tore his ACL. Like, those two guys are out. They do have very, very good backups behind them, though. And so they're going to get the ball to these guys in space. Now, and I saw this mentioned earlier, you've got to improve on the tackling performance that you just put up against the Cardinals. It was dog trash. It was terrible. Worst of the year. Here's Wilkes, the D.C., and I'm going to argue one of the better D.C.s in the NFL. I think he's done a hell of a job because the weaknesses we used to have are now strengths. Here's how you fix the tackling and improve on what you did last year, last week. Most definitely from what we did last week, you know, I felt like we had too many missed tackles. Uh, just what I just alluded to, I, I think it was more us and not executing our technique, um, not understanding where our help was coming from. You had a couple of times we had a situation where it could have been, you know, really fourth and nine. Uh, and all of a sudden now we missed a tackle because we, we're not tracking the right way. It's fourth and three and they go for it. So, uh, just the little things like that we have to improve on, and that's the progression that I'm seeing this week. That's huge. And again, I got to say, got want to give credit to the wonderful Juan Salas and just getting all these clips and helping us with that. And Coach Cruz, producer of the, today's episode, really, really appreciate that. Um, Greg, it says 21 personnel is my favorite, and you'll see a lot of it in this Niners game. Yeah, two backs, one tight end. And so anytime you see Kyle use check out there, we're usually a 21 personnel, especially with Juwan Jennings being banged up. I think we're going to see a lot more 21 and 12 personnel. Now they don't do 12. We will. Uh, that's one back, two tight ends. Charlie Warner has been playing awesome football this year. And I think he's one of the unsung kind of heroes of what's happening with the 49ers. Cause his blocking is unbelievable. He's just doing a lot of dirty work. Um, Real quick, what's the status of Armstead and Hargrave? Armstead is, quote-unquote, still a long shot. No new updates after Kyle was on KMBR yesterday. Hargrave practiced fully yesterday. I think Hargrave's going to play. I do. And I said that on the John and Wayne show before practice. I was like, if Hargrave practices today, he'll play. If he doesn't, he won't. So I think Hargrave will play. How healthy he is, we'll see. I don't think Armstead's going to play personally. I want both, but... We'll see. We'll see. Um, now, let, let's talk matchups. And this this is probably one of my favorite parts. And, you know, you can play like, oh, we played this team. They played that team. We won by this much. They won. And that, that makes sense. But it's a matchup league. This league is all about, you know, each week is matchups and different things. So, <clears throat> Sorry. Excuse me. I, I tried to save one real quick. That was a quick clip. Um, so. 
let's go through three different categories for matchups on offense and defense. So let's talk about our defense. One matchup that benefits them, one matchup that benefits the 49ers, and then one just blue chip, the best on best, okay? So their best matchup when the 49ers are on defense and the Ravens are on offense. Their center, Tyler Lindelbaum, against any defensive tackle not named Hargrave. Again, I am moving forward and my bets reflected. I do believe Hargrave will play. Um, I don't think Armstead will play. Um, so Tyler Linderbaum, their center against any defensive tackle not named Hargrave. Uh, you're looking at last week. I thought Ken Law had one of his worst games. He was asked to take and play an extra 20 extra snaps. He was not ready. Kevin Givens probably played better than any of the other defensive tackles. Kalia Davis, his worst tape. I know it's a young career, but that dude, I think he was on the ground eight times. Uh, it was bad. And then T.Y. McGill was terrible. He had one good snap. Like, defensive tackle play was the issue last week. It was pathetic. It was beyond pathetic. So, can somebody step up? Somebody. Because Hargrave's great, but he's coming off an injury. How healthy is he? I don't know. I hate this matchup right in that A-gap. I do not like it. Now, our favorite matchup, this is crazy to say, Charvarius Ward versus any of their wide receivers. Charvarius Ward is playing all pro football. And I, I've said all year, Ward is incredible. He just can't, He's not getting the interceptions, and so he's not going to get all the accolades. Well, that changed last week. Had a pick six, it got a pick, a two-interception two game. Ward is locking people down. Their wide receivers are weak. Um, not weak, like not strong. They're just not good. They are strong. They're actually, Odell's pretty strong. And what's his name? Bateman. He's a beast. He's just not a good wide receiver. Now my favorite blue chip matchup, Lamar Jackson versus our linebackers. Best on best. Um, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw. Now DFF, that scares the heck out of me. <laughs> um, that one I do not like. Me no gusta. Um, Offense, 49ers offense, Ravens on defense. Them, it's the same thing. Center versus defensive tackle. Um, Matt Abuke, who has 12 sacks against Banks or Brindle. They have not been playing well. Their best defender, I would argue, against our worst. Now, usually he lines up in that 3-4-I, sometimes a 5, but sometimes he's over center too. I don't like that. Uh, that scares me. That's their big advantage. Us, Brandon Ayuk, versus, and it's funny because I, I didn't even put this, I didn't even think about this. It's the exact same strength we have on defense. Brandon Ayuk versus their number two corner, Brandon Stevens. That's our biggest advantage. Biggest advantage. Um, it's going to happen, man. He, he can cook that dude. Now, the blue chip on blue chip, CMC versus their linebackers. And... Guess what? This this game is here. We go. It's it's the battle of the best linebackers in the NFL. I mean, what, it's, what the position has evolved to? Uh, I, I think it's going to you know it's going to showcase a lot uh, of speed and talent on that field uh, on Monday night. Um, and you know, a lot of respect for those guys. I, you know, I, I know of them coming out of the draft and just watching them. You know, and cross uh, you know tape. Um, but I definitely love the guys that we have, and and I think you know our guys going to go out and perform well. Yeah, and it's the best linebackers in the NFL. Four of the top six or seven for sure. Um, and I'll say this: like, do y'all remember who the number one linebacker was when Fred Warner was drafted? It was Roquan Smith, who you know got traded, but he's playing amazing football whenever he went to a good team. He's not playing Fred Warner football. And Patrick Queen is not near as good as Drake Greenlaw. That's not even close. So, best on best. Look at this, Hugo. I didn't even think about this. <coughs> Excuse me. Ambry versus Odell rematch. Ooh. There we go. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. You remember, Ambry got the walk-off interception against the Rams when he was covering Odell that week 18. I was there for that one. That was that was awesome. That was such a cool game. So let's get now to some of our bets of the week, which as soon as this show's over, I'm going to post those over on 
the49ersrush.com and on our Patreon channel. Links are in the description of this video or uh, audio podcast. A lot of weeks when we get late into the season, I don't bet a lot. This week's not one of them. There's a lot of good odds out there that I've got a, he- a lot of heavy bets going. So sometimes the odds and the kind of predictability of games shows up. And I put that in there. Uh, one of my favorite bets this week is Kittle over three and a half receptions, which he's been at four and a half. He, he's been at four and a half, four and a half, four. Now it's down to three and a half. And here's the thing. Yeah, you're playing against some athletic safeties and linebackers, but I don't care. Kittle has had over three and a half receptions in eight straight games. And if you look at what happens to Kittle in close, hard-fought battles, he's usually the one that kind of breaks out. So I'm betting Kittle over on receptions. I'm betting Kittle over on yards. They've got that set at 47 and a half yards. So that that's some of my favorite kind of bets that I have this week. Uh, but I'm going to post all those over there if you want to bet with us. And again, use my bookie. Promo code 49ers helps the show probably more than anything else out there. Uh, just keeps us going. And they supported the show for like five straight years, uh, which is really, really cool. So anyway, if you want to bet with us, head over there. And we got it lined up for you, walk you through all those different things. Um, now let's get to some predictions as we we pull this show to a close. And I want you guys to drop in your score predictions. What do you think the 49ers Ravens score is going to be? I think it's going to be close. I really, really do. I, I don't think that this game is going to be, you know, what we've seen from the 49ers where they're just blowing everybody out. And, you know, if we start just with the 49ers defensive side, which I didn't see this last week, and uh, shout out to Wilkes. Here's what the n- number one, you have to be A++ on responsibilities and communication from the linebackers, defensive ends to the safeties. Because who's taking the dive? Who's taking the quarterback? That's going to be huge. All the gap scheme, you know, uh, then the zone read. Uh, Lamar with his ability to be able to pull it at any time, you know. So uh, this is going to be a very disciplined uh, football game. You know, uh, a lot of times you see talent on both sides of the ball, but it's a team that's real disciplined in their assignments. You know, when you take the dive, take the dive. When you have a quarterback, have the quarterback, vice versa. You know, so we got to uh, do a great job communicating on on uh, every snap, and uh, as we did today and yesterday, uh, be very detailed in our assignments. That's key because you know what side is the running back on? Because if Lamar's there in shotgun and he's got a running back to his right, that defensive end takes the dive. Linebacker's got to come over the top and take the quarterback. That's got to be seamless. That was not seamless last week. It really wasn't. When DFF's out there, that's where I'm scared. When number five is out there, Randy Gregory, that's where I'm scared. He's not known for his sticking to his responsibilities very well. So we've got to make sure we maximize on that. You know, Jair Brown, he's had a hell of a job as a rookie stepping in. He's not the best in the inside-out pursuit against athletic quarterbacks. That was his kind of downfall in college and force him to fall in the third round. Can he show, can you tackle Lamar in the open field without taking a bad angle against a speedy guy? That's going to be key. So a lot of stuff just to look at, man. And yeah, I'm not worried about Gibson. I'm not worried about Gibson at all. Hasn't given up a touchdown yet this year. Always plays over the top. He's having a good year. Um, <laughs> right here. This is what Wade said too. Mark says we went on a walk off. Jake Moody, Phil God taking a heartbeat. Now offense, just be you, man. Be who you are. Don't become one dimensional. I already played the kittle clip once. Not a good one dimensional team. Don't go pass heavy. Keep moving the pocket early. Don't let them, you know, get a sack early or whatever else. CMC, if there was ever a game for CMC to have like 25 rush attempts, it's this one. It is this one. And so and when the, whenever it gets tough, just go to Kittle. Go to Kittle. And so I've got a close game, and I've got field goals. Field goals are not a bad thing this week. They're really not. Get points. Points will be at a premium against two of the best defenses in the NFL. I do have the 49ers winning. I got us up 23-20 to 20 final score. And I think the defense is going to be the uh, the heroes whenever they walk off the field. 
Ravens driving to tie or to take the lead. And I think we get a takeaway late. And so uh, we'll see. Maybe this would be the Fred Warner defensive player of the year kind of status game or moment as he gets an interception or a forced fumble or a sack or something. Fred Warner is going to be the hero of the day. That's what I got. Now, I know this is a little bit shorter show than normal, but uh, made it through five cough drops, uh, probably 25 coughs and 20 Kleenexes in those little clips. I know it was a clip-heavy show, but I had to build those in just so I didn't break your uh, headphones. But uh, love you guys. You are the best. We'll be live after the show. I'll be at the game. Um, so join us for that. No events this weekend. Uh, I'm just going to be a fan, which I'm actually excited about. But I want to say thank you, guys. You are the absolute best. Have a happy holidays, and we'll see you tomorrow after the game. Whether it's a therapy session or a celebration, we'll be coming live from Levi's. Until then, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you facing challenges getting new clients for your business? Power Brand Systems is changing the game for many businesses like yours. Score touchdowns worth of quality leads with their innovative online marketing tools. And also, I got to say this. The owner is part of the faithful, close friend of mine. He helped build the49ersrush.com, which is feeding my family. Whether you're aiming to skyrocket your business visibility with high-converting ads, stand out on Google searches, or gather five-star reviews, Power Brand Systems has got your back. And my favorite thing about what they do, they have a social media planner feature that's a true game-changer. I've been using it post-flow effortlessly across various social media accounts. You won't find this level of convenience anywhere else. And on top of that, you can try it for 14 days completely risk-free. Visit powerbrandsystems.com slash john j-o-h-n that's powerbrandsystems.com slash john to get started today because let's face it when it comes to boosting your business why make it complicated keep it simple keep it smart here's to your unstoppable success